If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Shut up and sit down. All right, guys, we are back for the afternoon segment today, and we are joined by the one and the only, the low lug creator, no, not creator, the, oh, yeah, the, always creator. the creator and the man setting all this up today, Mr. Nate Flood. Nate, welcome to the show. I'm glad to finally have you on. I know you've been a busy man today. It's, it's, it's been a busy weekend, hasn't it? It's been fun, though. It, it looks like you've had a lot of fun. You were doing some bingo down there with kids a little bit ago, and, you know, it, Look like a lot of fun. Plus, there's, I mean, there's been thousands of people coming in and out for all morning since it opened at 10 o'clock. And I mean, you know, we're seated in front of Indie Lug's display at the moment, and there were at one point probably like 60 people crowded around it. So it's it's looking like it's a pretty successful show. We had 1,500 people by 11:30. We were open for an hour and a half. See. <laughs> and it just they're, they're cycling I went out and grabbed something to eat and I came back in and you just see in out in out the doors are going both ways so that's uh, that's always a good thing to, to see so tell us a little bit about Lolug uh, those of us that are familiar with it it's Lincoln Omaha Lug right yep Lego okay. user group Lego user group right I know it's such a weird thing to say I, I yes. still I cringe when I say it um, so tell us a little bit about the low lug. Uh, myself and Chris Malloy, who's one of the Brothers Brick, uh, we hooked up in Lincoln in 2012, and we happened to just run into each other online on Flickr, actually. Okay. And we both kind of looked at each other, and we started emailing back and forth, and it's like, hey, I want to start a lug. And he's like, I want to start a lug. So we started a lug. <laughs> So you started a log out of nowhere. We got Brian over here, yeah, acting a fool like he was earlier. You know. <laughs> All right. So um, big event. Obviously, the one last year. I was all set, ready to go. I was so excited, and it never happened. Obviously, because the world died. And then, you know, you guys come around, have the event later this year. I mean, it overlapped with tech, uh, Texas Rodeo, um, Brick Rodeo. I was like, man, oh, why did they do it on the same weekend? Because this was set. Brick Rodeo waited too late. Um, so, how, how many how many years have you guys been doing the show? Well, I guess we would consider what we started a very rude brick days in 2013. Okay. In the back of Dan <laughs> Schmidt, who runs Hobby Town, who kind of took over the uh, running brick days. We started just in the back of his store, trying to get a crowd to come in and look at our mocks, and it has grown every year to the point where we need to get a convention hall. 
So. Well, it is a very large convention hall. It's not like a back room in no. a hotel somewhere. No, we, we started uh, actually having a Brick Days in Lincoln probably four years ago. And okay. We started at a ballroom at a Holiday Inn. It was us in Kansas City Brick Lab. Yeah. And then we moved to Omaha. Then when we got more lugs coming, and then we had one. Gosh, that would have been 2018, 2019. We had another larger Brick Days in sure. Omaha. Obviously got canceled last year, and then this year I think is just showing how much the public loves Lego. Yeah, they do. I, I mean, they, they from kids to adults. I mean, you've got grown men that are ogling over displays, and down to a five, four year old that are just like, "Oh my god!" And uh, it was funny because Brian was on earlier, and he was mentioning about you know some some stuff that you see they'll have uh, official Lego sets in their builds, and people will be like, kids will say, "Oh, I have that at home," you know. So that's that's kind of cool as well. So, do you guys run? I know there's another show coming up in Lincoln, sometime November, November fourteenth and fourteenth. So are you guys running that one as well? Yep. Okay, and where will that be? It's at the it's the Lancaster County Event Center. Okay. So it's not as big as this building, sure. But we're also not making it a convention. It's more just an expo. Okay. We don't have the presentations and the drafts, and it's just come look see. We still Enjoy. have our fan interactive things, the sure. graffiti wall, the play brick, the bingo. So it, it works. So just a whole lot of stuff out of you guys. I'm, I'm really impressed. I mean, this being the first live show that I've done, I, I kind of get the – I know Beyond the Brick is coming tomorrow. Yep. I, I talked to Joshua. He, he, he will be here tomorrow. And uh, now I know what they feel. Like you feel this, this environment, this excitement, the, the people that are here just – it's just a it's a wild environment. It's an energy that comes from the crowd. Yeah. Where they just can't get over what you have built. Uh, you know, they they still have a hard time wrapping their head around how you came up with this without instructions. Right. It's, <laughs> it's fun trying to explain it to them, and then of course the kids are the kids all understand. The adults have a problem understanding. Yeah, that you're right. Kids are like, this is easy. I can do this in my sleep. I can build that. Maybe not to the to specific scale or whatever that, that some of you guys have. So with, with that in mind, do you have anything here that you built that you have on display? Oh, I have lots on display. At yeah? The, uh, the low lug train area. Oh, oh, at the, over there, the train table. Yep. I saw the train table. I, I, I talked with some of those guys this morning. You train guys, there, there's something about y'all between Northern Illinois train group and, and you guys, there's just <laughs> there's something about it. You know, what I love about uh, Everything that that we do, if you don't like doing trains, you can do buildings, you can do pastures, you can do landscaping. You just because we're a train group, and I wouldn't consider us a train group. We just have a very large train layout sure. with a bunch of really cool creations from our members. Yeah, because you guys, like you said, it's not just trains. You have, I mean, you got a little city layout. I haven't even looked at the entire thing because there's just so much here. But you guys have just a little bit of variety of everything, which is, I mean, that's good because. Kind of what uh, Northern Illinois said, we're going to put the train tracks down. If you want to build a Ninjago creation on this side of this display, by all means, go ahead. And it's nice to have that all brought in together. Now, I'm seeing some of the displays over there are lit up. Yes. So how are you guys accomplishing that? Because I've talked to a few different that tried different things. Uh, the two primaries is life lights uh, and brick stuff. And what? Brick stuff. Brick stuff. Okay. Yep. That's our two primary light go-tos. So with that, you guys have this big old table. 
over there. Layout. I mean, how many, how many, how many different builds do you think are really there? Ooh. Yeah, that's a really good question. I don't have the answer to that because I mean, we're talking. There's there's different size buildings. Obviously, the different vehicles, the trains, and stuff like that. Just there's there's so much going on. I've, a, I've, I'll have to figure that you, out. You that's need to a figure that out. Question. I know a lot of people say, "Well, how many pieces?" And I asked Brian earlier, "How many pieces?" And he gave me a roundabout, but. It's a different. It just looks different, maybe because it's all spread out, and you've got the train running the whole way around the outside. But um, I'm very, I'm very curious. But um, do you guys have any other shows? I know you're doing the one in Lincoln. You said that's just going to be more of a an expo. It's not going to be this big giant thing, kind of like you know uh, is going on in Virginia or currently here. Right. Do you guys have any plans for any other stuff, maybe in the local area that somebody in Council Bluffs, Omaha, Lincoln. Right. Uh, we have a couple of toy shows coming up mm. that we just do here in Omaha. They're really on a, a one-day Yeah, scale. smaller scale, yep. yeah. And then we have a, a car show uh, in, really? in Elmwood. So, okay. So with that, do you guys take, oh, you know what? It's cars. You guys can only build cars, or is it just kind of open template? Transportation related. Okay. <laughs> we, we don't want Harry Potter set up. Sure. But, yeah, so we try to focus more on the, the car. I mean, it's a classic car show. So okay. we, we have so many members who build these beautiful trucks and cars that it's a perfect environment for them to really showcase. Yeah. I, I really like that idea. And as long as it's transportation, you've got car guys that are going to build stuff, and then you have car guys that are going to come and look at it, at real cars, and then look at these cars and be like, wow, that's so cool. I know what that is. And then especially when you get down to nitty-gritty details and then, certain type of engines i'm not a car guy so I, i'm speaking way out of my depth at the moment <laughs> but um how, how do how so far how do you think this is going obviously this is just day one tomorrow's a whole nother day you're expecting probably just as big of a crowd throughout the day i mean we knew we were gonna uh have a fairly large crowd just because of the buzz that we created on social media uh, we had a bunch of billboards put up on the interstates in Omaha. I heard about that last night. I went to go eat somewhere, and the waitress was uh, – I was talking with the waitress, and she said, oh, yeah, I saw that on I, – I, she saw it on billboards somewhere, yeah. and she saw it on maybe on Facebook or something like that, and she said, oh, yeah, my son and I are going to go to that tomorrow. So, It's amazing the power of just doing a billboard or even a TV commercial during mm-hmm. Lego Masters. Uh, our likes would go up, or followers would go up on Brick Days by about a hundred. Yeah, every episode. So we really got people interested. And Lego Masters is one of the most popular shows right now. Yeah. So people are just—they're uh, just crazy about Lego. <laughs> they are. Well, I mean, I've had conversations this morning. I've had conversations in the past with, you know, being in a pandemic year where Lego was hard to find. It was darn near impossible to get Lego, whether it be on their store or on their online shop or in a big box store. Everything was just sold out and the supply chain was way backed up. And I'm seeing the carryover still. Like, it, the people that have gotten into it have not left. It wasn't like a, oh, this is going to be a quick hobby and, oh, now everything's back to semi-normal. Um, we noticed it during the pandemic uh, how many people wanted to join Lola because oh, okay. they all came out of their dark ages. Yes, right. You know, they stopped playing, stopped building with Lego because they were starting their family or starting a new job. Well, now they're at home more. Right. They can't go anywhere. So what are they going to do? They're going to build Lego. They're, right. And it just gets the buzz going again, and they can't <laughs> stop. Well, 
the buzz is really infectious in here at the moment. I think they were, if they were, I know you guys have like a, a semi play pit down on the other end and there's some car stuff going on down there. I think if there were more adult-centric stuff, you would have even more adults probably sticking their hands into displays and, you know, just oh, messing ab- about. Absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. Man. All right. So speaking of Lolug, somebody that is in Lincoln, Omaha, Council Bluffs, whatever, the surrounding region, curious, somebody that wants to join, we've heard from some of the other lugs how their processes work or some things that they do that they're curious people are curious about before they join because joining a lug can be a, stress, a stressful environment, especially if you're an antisocial person, you're going to meet in some cases, other antisocial people. So tell me a little bit about how that would work. If somebody's listening in the area that would want to do that. We have a completely strict uh, regiment to get, become a member of low lug. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just show up at a meeting and then you're a member. You show up to a meeting and you remember. Yeah, man, uh, you you make it super difficult. Yeah, we try know. to make it as hard as possible. <laughs> Some others are like, "You're gonna get a, a Lego buddy." Some others are like, "You have to answer this questionnaire." <laughs> no, you come to our. We have a our meetings are the third Wednesday of the month. Sure, we alternate between Lincoln and Omaha, so we cater to okay the Omaha people and the Lincoln people in case they don't want to make the commute. And the commute's only forty minutes. Okay, it's not very long, All and right. that's from me in South Lincoln to get up to the interstate. Okay. Uh, for most people, it's 30, 30 minutes max. That's not too bad. No, it's really easy drive. So we have members usually hit both meetings. And it's kind of like Dallas-Fort Worth, about 30 minutes exactly. in between, just here to here. So yep. awesome. And then, hey, if they, you know, they can bring something to showcase what they're building. Or sure. Usually the first time there, they're just there to observe. <laughs> right. But low lug, I've dealt with a lot of lugs throughout my going to Brick Road and World War Brick, I think our lug is one of the most friendliest, and we call ourselves a tribe. Uh, we bring people in. We make them feel welcome. Yeah. And uh, as you can see, you know, all the stations that are going on right now are all volunteers from Lolo. Yeah, I noticed that. And yeah. we also hang out outside of Lego stuff and go to movies and concerts. And- see, now that's the other thing. I know there are some lugs... They don't necessarily do that. I mean, they could be spread out or whatever, but I think some sometimes that's the case where there's just there's just not that same camaraderie. There's not that tribe. There's not that family mentality like I've heard from a few of the others where it, it's, it is kind of a second family. I know that, you know, everybody's got their own stuff they have going on, but when you're together, you're really locked lock tight. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, uh, you know, we care about each other and – you know, if you can get past, you know, we would be friends if Lego wasn't involved. Sure. It's just that Lego brought us together <laughs> right. to meet them. It's the medium that brought you in yes. and, and glued you together. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I can understand that. Lego is easy to have a discussion around. I mean, you, you chat with just random people that are over there. I saw somebody talking to Dan from Brickmania about his giant aircraft carrier over there, and they were just chatting back and forth like two guys that were best friend forever and i think you could say that about anybody who's walking through the event event yeah right now yeah i would agree but it's also this the the nebraska nice i don't know if you've heard of that it's the what nebraska nice you know what i I had mentioned that to somebody last night um about some people say oh texans are really laid back and stuff like that i didn't i don't maybe out in the way out in the country 
But I noticed that last night, like where I went to go eat and then this morning, just really laid back, really friendly, like like we're friends or something. Like the waitress and I were like friends. Like, I don't even know who you are, but you're, you're like you're acting like I've gone to school with you for 10 years or something like that. Yep. That's the way we are. Well, it's it's really it's really cool because you don't get that at certain shows and bigger metro areas. You usually don't get that. So it's it's really nice to see that. So with your lug in mind, about how many members do you guys have? I know there's some people that are active or not as active. Total that's on that's onboarded right now, I think it's 105. Okay. That's pretty sizable. Yeah. So are they mainly just Nebraska or? Um, yeah, we're all, anybody that's on board is in the Omaha, Lincoln metro okay. area. And, you know, we have some from northern Nebraska. We have some out western Nebraska. They don't make too very many meetings, but yet they're still involved. Way out North Platte. Yeah. Could have drive the whole way out here. <laughs> they won't come to the meeting, but they are involved. So. Sure. Well, that's really cool. So as far as moving moving along you guys have a lot of shows you're going to be having this show presumably next year are you trying to keep it around the same kind of time frame like summer you know where people are maybe on more of a vacation kids are more free or you like last year that ultimately didn't happen you're going to try and do sometime in march april uh we think we think that having it during the summer to have the convention Mm. is the best time because we we want the kids to be involved. We sure. want them to come and, yeah. and go to the presentations and learn. And it's people are easy to get off work more so in the summer. Yeah. They don't have to worry about their kids. It, we wouldn't be able to do the convention during March if kids are still in school. And right. I so, like the summer. Nebraska winters are horrible. Yes, they are. <laughs> and we're kind of on in the March area. We're kind of still on the bubble still on the of end. becoming the spring or still going to be catching Second winter. <laughs> Second winter where there's 10 feet of snow. <laughs> uh, well, do you, uh, so you guys doing this show, I mean, it, it's really, really cool to see so many people. I mean, you, I don't know what your expectations were for this. I, I figured you guys had a plan based on all the advertisement and everything. So next year, I mean, do you want to see even bigger? I mean, what is, what is the goal moving forward? Uh, probably expand into the next room okay and, and grow because we almost because we unfortunately we had to tell people we didn't we ran out of space okay so we're looking at taking over a second room uh where we would combine these two rooms together add more square feet yeah because it, i was i was chatting with somebody else about that outside earlier and um they were saying that there's only so much room for tables because people still have to walk around and you're talking, you know, five people wide across that are going through these aisles between this table and the table across. So, um, that, that great, great idea to expand. I hope it does. I want to come back next year. I like the environment up here. I mean, it's only a 10 hour drive. That's nothing. If I can be up here for the weekend and enjoy the environment from the Nebraska nice, I'm all in. Absolutely. (laughs) We love having you here. So, it was back. it was a lot of fun to promote it and, and jump up and down and scream and say, "Oh my goodness, yeah, we're going here, we're doing this, the live show, everybody needs to jump in on it." So, um, yeah. So moving uh, moving aside from the lug lug stuff and, and the show stuff, you're Lego man at heart. I got a few questions for you that I've been okay. asking some of the others. Everybody sorts their Lego, right? Okay. Or tries to. Okay, tries to. Are you a color first or are you a element first? Color. Color. 
scratch that. <laughs> color, generally, unless it's a part I use routinely, and okay. then it's down by element and color. Okay. So you're not talking about some random <laughs> little leaf element or something that was in an elf set one time. I, all my vegetation <laughs> is in one or two big boxes. See, so. there you go. Okay. Because I know, I know there's some, it goes back and forth between is it, is it this, is it that, um, or what is the best way to do it. The other one I have for you, and I always hear Lego members alike and then just general public. Is it Lego or is it Legos? Oh, it's Lego. Lego bricks <laughs> with the S on the end of bricks. I don't, I don't correct people. My wife still does it. Legos, Legos, Legos. I'm like, oh, my ears. Like, it's nails on a chalkboard. Okay. I know there's some people that are in lugs and stuff like that that still say Legos. They just, maybe, maybe it's a habit that they, they, they can't break and stuff like that. So that, that's the correct way to do it. It is. Lego bricks. There's no question. <laughs> Lego is the brand, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. How long? So, when was the first time you got your first set? I don't want to. I don't want to date you as far as say, oh, fifty-eight, ninety years ago. Obviously, you're not that old. I'm just making a joke. But um, my first set was probably 1978. Do you remember what it was? Oh yeah, it was. A, I don't know the set number. Okay. But it was a truck with crane, truck with a flatbed, and then a crane on the flatbed. <laughs> I remember it because. Uh, my dad was a truck driver, and this is the first thing I saw that, hey, you can really play with this. And then it quickly became, because I was 77, yeah. I grew up with Star Wars. Yeah, oh, so yeah. <laughs> that quickly became a Star Destroyer. Okay. So. I'm sure it did. <laughs> uh, so out of, out of everything that has come out, I mean, we're talking to this date, the whole way back till the catalog began, I don't, I don't even know how many decades ago. Do you have a favorite set or a favorite theme? Because I know a lot of people will say, oh, my God, I'm Classic Space or I'm Pirates or Castle. Those are always the three that I hear. A lot of the, the designers that I talk to, that usually ends up being the case. You know, I, I think I started off at Classic Space. Sure. Um, it was popular. It was. And I was... You know, like I said, I grew up with Star Wars. This is the right. closest thing they had to Star Wars <laughs> until they come out with Star Wars, and I wanted all those sets. And then I found this huge online world where all this stuff was, you know, what was it called? Brick Shelf. Oh, okay. One of the very first image sharing. Okay. And then I found trains, and then they put out the Santa Fe, and I went, okay. <laughs> so my, my, my favorites have varied throughout the years. Sure. Uh, right now, it's still trains. Still trains. Well, the train display looks magnificent. Thank you. <laughs> Has there ever been a, a discussion between like you and maybe in, like Northern Illinois, like, hey, let's go to this train show? Because train train guys, not Lego train guys, train people. They, they're in a different world. They are yeah. very, very specific. So, it, would, would that be something that you guys would ever consider, you know, collaborating on? Uh, we would if it works out, but they're, they've already started doing that at the national railroad oh, okay. shows. Sure, and of course, well, Nebraska's a, big railroad. Oh, yeah, we haven't got the uh, National Model Railroad Association to come, and, uh, and mm. NMRA, I think, is what it's called. Okay, and they haven't come to our area, but they were in Kansas City a couple of years ago, and there was quite a few lugs that participated in that, and they had a huge display. And there's still that sideways glances from the old model railroaders <laughs> who don't consider Lego right. a, a true gauge of, ra of railroading. Sure. 
that is changing because they see that the crowds that we draw in. Yeah, I think so because I don't, model railroading is not going anywhere. I don't think that's going to ever die. But I think the more that people get experience with this kind of stuff, with public kids usually tend to gravitate more towards something they can actually play with than stickering up a model and right. you know. So um, yeah. Well, I I had a pleasure chatting with you. Um, I'm really excited about this event for next year. Moving oh, yeah. forward, uh, hopefully I can make the one in Lincoln. That, that would be awesome. Um, if if the winter doesn't kill me trying to get here. Exactly. <laughs> hopefully in November we're still okay. Hopefully at that point in time. Texas is like, ah, 85 degrees, let's yeah. go. We're still good. Well, we may be in the 60s or we may have a <laughs> foot of snow. So we'll we see. have a foot of snow. <laughs> well, uh, Nate, I... Tell us, I don't, I don't think I asked you in the beginning, where can uh, people find your lug if, if they're curious about maybe reaching out to join or whatever? Just if you're on social media, just look up uh, Low Lug on mm-hmm. Facebook or go to our website, lowlugclub.org. All right. Well, there you guys have it. If you are curious, you are in the Low Lug area, want to build trains or Or if you buildings. are a lug looking to come to an event, go to brickdays.com and get in touch with us. There is that, too. <laughs> and hopefully no one backs out at the last minute and leaves you hanging with empty tables, right? Hey, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, we're going to take a break real quick before our next guest come, comes on. We're a little bit early. So um, uh, moving on, we'll be back in a few minutes, guys. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
guys we are back from break and i'm joined by another awesome person here that is hanging out with me in the uh in the convention center today with all these crazy wild people that are just lego crazed so with me right now i've got good afternoon my name's uh christian broder and i'm from the uh springfield lug uh Springfield, Missouri, Lego user group, and uh, we came up here uh, for Brick Days and are having a great time. Happy yeah. to join you on the show. <laughs> you guys traveled, uh, I know there's a bunch of different Springfield cities, and that was, well, yeah. I was going to ask you, like, which Springfield did you come That's up from? Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Springfield, Missouri, yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys have a huge display up there. You're paired up with um, just all kinds of different things from people from your group. You guys have been around since what? 2018 officially. That, that's uh, that's well. We started in 2018, and we got our official seal of approval from Lego about a year ago. I Whoa, yeah. that was a big deal, right? You guys oh, threw yeah. a house party and everything, uh, uh, you know? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something yeah, like that. yeah. So, no, it was good. To, it was good to get the uh, get the official uh, approval from Lego, and so put a little feather in your cap. That's like, right. That's we're right. recognized now. We're official. Um, so you guys have a ton of different builds down there. We have a variety of interests. Yeah, I, I talked to you this morning. You you did some Overwatch stuff. I know the Overwatch oh, yeah. people are a little. They're kind of like Bionicle people, where they're just <laughs> a little crazy in their own way. So what do you have down there that, that you've created? Because we're we're not talking set stuff. We're talking official oh, yeah. mocks. Yep, yep. So um, I'm the main one in the group that that likes Overwatch, and we're uh, uh, a little bit uh, sparse nowadays. <laughs> um, but uh, I brought uh, Eichenwald Castle, uh, which is a mock uh, of the sort of centerpiece castle that is part of the Eichenwald level uh, in Overwatch. Um, I brought uh, the, the Hanamura Temple, which is basically uh, a specific area in the Hanamura map. It's the, the first objective that the attacking team is, is trying to, to take, take over. And then I brought uh, the Elios Lighthouse. So it's, the Elios map has three parts, and it's one of the three parts. It's sort of the centerpiece for that map. And then... Those are sort of the three uh, the three big builds that I brought, and I have a, a variety of uh, smaller Overwatch theme builds uh, that I brought as well. Um, so and- when I was down there this morning, I, I was checking those out after after you and I were chatting, and there's a what looks like a mosaic or something like yep. that down there. Yep. And you look at it from the one side, and it changes. Yep. So- okay. So it's a it's a type of artistic build that I think has become more popular pretty recently. It's called a lenticular, mm-hmm. and basically you use uh, the the cheese wedge Lego pieces, the one by one or one by two cheese wedge pieces, uh, and you have alternating rows facing in in uh, different directions. Okay, and I so, was curious to know how you did it. I didn't yeah. look at the quite the the close up detail but yep so so you you start at one side and uh, you make a row of cheese wedges vertically and then the, for the next uh, for the next I should say column of cheese wedges you you change its orientation so it's facing the other direction and then you just alternate from there and um, 
So basically, like you said, if you stand on one side and look at it, you're seeing half the cheese wedges, and they make a picture. And then if you move around to the other side and look at it from the other direction, you're seeing the other half of cheese wedges, and they make a different picture. So what I did was the, uh, the Overwatch logo from one side, and then the Blackwatch logo from the other side. Okay. So. I, I'm... I'm, you're speaking French to me. I don't know anything <laughs> about Overwatch. So when you were going through your your mocks, I was like, I basically it's like Star Wars to me. <laughs> yeah, Overwatch and Blackwatch is kind of like good guys, bad guys okay. uh, in the Overwatch world. Um, and then the the three big builds I was talking about: uh, Eichenwald is a German castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hanamura is a Japanese. Um, uh, it's like a family. Um, uh, uh, House isn't isn't the right word. Uh, I guess estate maybe okay. is a better word. And I, I built the temple part, uh, and then Elios is a, a Greek uh, lighthouse. So that's one of the neat things about Overwatch is it's kind of cosmopolitan. There's different locations from all around the world, different characters from all around the world. That's always a it's it's an important thing to have that inclusivity. Yeah, and, and yeah. It's, it's really cool that you have it in your mocks. So with Overwatch, I mean, obviously, you knew Overwatch was being made by Lego, and then they pulled the plug on it real fast because it just, didn't, just didn't perform like it, it, it was intended to. They had about one and a half uh, series of yeah. sets, unfortunately, and um, keep, keep my fingers crossed that they'll announce <laughs> they're coming on. for another wave, but... My my only I think my last hope is if uh, Blizzard comes out with Overwatch two sure. and uh, sort of renews some interest in the in the the game and in the theme, then maybe Lego will follow suit with another wave. But we'll see. I'm not holding my breath at this point. <laughs> have you ever thought? Well, and maybe you already have. Have you ever thought about taking one of your mocks and putting it up on Lego Ideas? Um, I think the. The, the three main ones are probably too big. Okay. Um, I, I think uh, I'd have a hard time uh, getting those passed because uh, they're, they're just too many pieces. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the case with most of the mocks that I've seen around yeah. here. They're, just, they're way too large to be able to be put into production without yeah, I mean, costing a kidney and an arm. Looking and... <laughs> around this room, it's, it's just amazing the scale some, you know, some people build at. I, I think of my castle and, and the other two as, as pretty good-sized builds, and then you, know, you put them next to some of the other things that people have built here, and they're just almost dwarfed. It's amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got an Overwatch house or whatever uh, castle yeah. thing that's over there. Ch- <laughs> Chateau Guillard uh, was made by uh, one of the other builders here. And I was dismayed when he started putting it together on Thursday to realize that I didn't even have, you know, all the time and, and effort I've spent into putting these uh, Overwatch mocks together. I don't even have the biggest, uh, best one here. <laughs> but more, more kudos to him. That's, uh, uh, I, I, I apologize if I mispronounce his name, but Matt Delanoy, I believe, is from the uh, Northern Illinois uh, yeah, train train, train yep. group and uh, his Chateau Guillard is fabulous. Yeah, it was one of those things that caught my eye because you've got the train that runs there and then it just takes up an entire corner of yep. like a table and a half. It's, it's, it's enormous. Massive. Yep. It's really, really big. So Overwatch probably isn't going to come back. I hate to burst your rubble. I know. Just, there's, always a, there's always a chance. There's always a chance. I got my fingers crossed, but we'll <laughs> see. So walking around, obviously... You know, setup began what on 
Thursday. A Thursday, yeah. yeah. So you've had an opportunity to walk around and stuff like that. What are some of your favorite builds that you've seen here? Maybe either from your lug or or some of the other stuff that you've seen here. Yeah, yeah. My, so my lug brought did bring some other stuff, and I'll go ahead and uh, mention those uh, uh, real quick, and then and then uh, some of the other favorites that I've seen just walking around the room. We did have a collaborative. Um, uh, basically, diorama of the Battle of Hoth from Which is uh, so episode cool, five, and we had a lot of fun with that. We put a lot of uh, Easter eggs in there, things that aren't supposed to necessarily be there, and we tried to keep them ice or frozen themed. So, of course, we have uh, Elsa. I and we saw have, her. I found it. I was doing yeah. the checklist earlier. We've got a scavenger like Jurassic hunt. Farm. I was like, yep. where? We oh, have, I found it. We have Frozone from The Incredibles, and we have Zane, the Ice Ninja from Ninjago, <laughs> and so. Uh, Mr. Freeze, uh, the Batman villain. So, so that was a really fun build because uh, we worked together on it. And um, like I said, we had a lot of fun putting the little Easter eggs in there. Um, I have another one of my lug mates, uh, Richard Odell, who put together uh, a pretty, uh, pretty cool Minecraft overworld mm-hmm. uh, build. Um, and then, uh, of course, we have uh, Chris Goddard, who was uh, one of the featured builders at the uh, Lincoln Brick Days in 2019, and he has a variety of very cool uh, vignettes. He, you may have seen the uh, Roadrunner and Coyote yeah. uh, builds that he has over there. Uh, his stuff is just very creative and unique. Um, and uh, it, and then we have uh, the big pirate display uh, in the middle. That's again kind of a collaborative effort. It's it's mostly uh, done by Jeremy Smith, but. Uh, uh, significant contributions from Michael Orphan and uh, Stephen Romesburg, and it's it's another one of those uh, you know you can walk all the way around it. It's seven tables big, and it's huge. Just pirate ship after pirate ship. Yes, landmass pirates. Yeah. There's sharks. The volcano that lights <laughs> the up. Volcano that yeah. lights up in the middle. It's there's, it's amazing. Yeah, and. Uh, it's got the Kraken taking down a ship. and uh, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> it's another one of those where the more you look, the more you see, and, and you probably won't ever see it all. There's so many little details. Um, so, um, But outside of our lug, uh, the things that have stood out to me, uh, I already mentioned the Chateau Guillard. Um, there's a Tylosaurus, which might... My son uh, pointed out immediately when we first got here. He said, "Dad, they've got a mosasaurus," and so um, I, it must be a similar type of uh, marine dinosaur. But um, I heard, you know, multiple people have said to me over the weekend that it's it's the best organic uh, Lego build that they've ever seen, and I can't I can't disagree. It's amazing. Wow. Um, and uh, there's another there's another build by one of the the low lug guys that's called like the Over and Underworld, I believe. Okay. Um, it's a fantasy themed. Uh, it's got kind of a, a castle at one corner, and it's got a, a medieval town with a variety of things going on. And then underneath, it's got a, a cave where there's dwarves doing mining and stuff like that. And it's <laughs> it's another just the it's sheer, like Stranger Things. Yeah, it's the it's the sheer <laughs> scale. It's it's amazing, and um, you know it's another one of those where the the more you look, the more you see. So That's those awesome. are probably the ones that have really stood out to me. And then, uh, of course, the the Casey Brick Labs uh, city display. Yeah, it is. It is pretty darn awesome. Yeah, it's, it, it it's is staggering. really cool. 
Yeah, no. there's. Uh, I've probably walked back and forth across that thing ten times, <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt. Just back and forth, like, wow, this is this yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about your Star Wars build. That, that it was something sure. that Star Wars fans are everywhere. I yep. mean, everywhere. There's probably a thousand of them in this room, minimum. Yeah. Yep. So, with that in mind, that build. You know, I know it's a collaboration and stuff. What? How did how how did you guys even go about? beginning to plan and lay that thing out so it, it, it's funny it, it kind of started off as less of a planned uh build and more of a hey you know we've got a lot of these uh, really cool lego sets and you know what could we build to to be able to to put them on display you know mm-hmm. sort of you know this ad ad it's a cool set but you know just standing here on the on the table it looks kind of you know <laughs> right. it looks kind of lame you know, we ought to build some, you know, an environment basically to, to showcase it. And that's kind of how that started. Uh, and it just, uh, forgive my pun, please, but it really <laughs> snowballed from there. <laughs> of course you went there. <laughs> yeah, I had to. Sorry. So we, we basically started out with the big 48 by 48 base plates and, you know, laid out a scene. We said, here's the trenches. Here's where the rebel base gate is going to be. Here's where the ADATs are going to be. Um, and it and we built it on the um, the mill style. Okay. Um, I'm sure uh, yes. many of your listeners are familiar with that. <laughs> yeah. But the beauty of that is it's expandable. Sure. You know you you uh, and and it's it's portable. You can sure. take it apart um, for transport. Uh, that makes it really easy. And uh, you know we just kind of started with a core and and built outwards. And we we knew we had to have a wampa cave, and we knew we had to have the crashed at at. With the uh, snow speeder uh, flying around it, um, so uh, it, it's definitely one of those what I call uh, living builds, where okay. you know you don't just build it and forget it. Uh, we kind of return to it periodically and add to it and tweak it and make changes. So, so are there anything anything else you guys plan on adding to it in the future? Um, what I'd like to do, uh, and what we've talked about doing, is basically doing sort of a, a backdrop. Uh, for it, so so right now it, it's actually built so that you can walk around it from all sides. Um, but what we found is a lot of these shows, you know, you're really showing it from one side. Sure. And so um, I think the next step probably is going to to build like basically an ice wall behind it, uh, you know, mixture of uh, rock pieces and and snow, um, sort of like I said to serve as the backdrop for it. Sure. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. like you said, people are only seeing it from one side, right. unless you happen to be like, you know, the Jurassic Farm in front of us, where you can walk around the whole thing. But yeah. Yeah. most builds are not to that size, right. that, that fifty million bajillion feet square <laughs> square feet. Um, so that that is an interesting idea. I know that I've seen some in the past that have been done like that that are more kind of almost three D esque to a certain degree, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, very, very interesting. And then you brought up about the pirate thing as well. Yeah, the the, the pirate um, display, I don't really have a hand in. I just kind of, uh, you know, walk around it and view it in awe, just like the rest of the crowd, right. I guess. <laughs> um, I, I had a few pirate things when I was growing up, but it was never really the, the theme that, that drew me in. So sure. I let the others handle that, but... Uh, like I said, it was a collaborative effort. Uh, Jeremy's the one with most of the pirate ships, but uh, Michael built, uh, you know, a whole island uh, centered around the, isle- the old Lego Islanders theme. Sure. 
and then uh, Stephen built uh, the the island that has kind of the um, you know you, you see it in a lot of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies where there's like the the jut of rock out over the ocean and then oh, it has yes. like the the pillar down so it cr- creates right. almost like an archway right uh, yeah. it, and it's it's really cool I'm sure they'll they'll continue adding to that and changing it over time as well but. <laughs> it, it is there. I, I I could probably say this about everything in this room. It, they're all impressive. Oh yeah. But there's just something about it. I'm not a I'm not a big pirates like pirates wasn't my thing as a youngin. It was, but seeing it and then seeing it in this grand scale, it's like holy cow. It's tempting for me too, but I have to resist. <laughs> like the, the same thing with the trains. I've been told you know stay away from Lego trains, trains if you want to protect you your wallet. Yeah, trains uh, will suck you in. So I'll, I'll stick with Star Wars and Overwatch. Those are my themes, and uh, I'll I'll let the others in the group do the pirates. Well, you know that every show you go to, you're going to have like the Bonkle people. You're yep. going to have your Bionicle fans that are going to be there, that are going to gravitate towards it. And same with Overwatch. Every show you do, you know there's going to be a handful of people who are like, I sure hope so. You can geek <laughs> out with and say, oh, my goodness, I, did you know? And, oh, I, this is my favorite part. Oh, I love this build or whatever. Absolutely. You know, we have a lot of people come by that say, Oh, that's a cool castle, but why do you have people with uh, lasers on it? That doesn't make any sense. Or, or some people will come by and say, "Is that the Harry Potter castle?" And I'm, you know, it's it's fun talking with those people and kind of explaining as well. But when you get the Overwatch fans, you know, the ones who really play the game and know the levels, and they're like, "Yeah, oh my gosh, I know exactly, you know, where that is." And you know, you've got Reinhardt and you've got uh, Bastion and and et cetera. That. That's uh, that's what what really uh, makes it worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, there, there's just some something about it, man. There's something about it. Well, a lot of cool stuff here. Um, has this, has I, I know there's just endless things to, to see here. Um, do you do you guys or do you have a favorite from your lug of what they brought? Obviously, the Star Wars build that you collaborated. <laughs> with, you're gonna be like, oh, this is number one by. But for sure, but ah, uh, man. Uh, to be honest, I'm uh, honestly, I'm just really proud of everything our lugs done. I, sure. I, I'm hesitant to to even pick a favorite because uh, uh, it, it's you don't want to leave anybody out. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I don't want to leave anybody out, and we've come a long way in just a few years. Um, you, you know, I, I think uh, there there's there's so many uh, groups here. I think they have what like ten or eleven lugs here. Uh, representing and you know we're we're a small young lug and I feel like we've held our own uh, reasonably well against uh, a lot of uh, bigger older lugs that, that you know granted have uh, uh, very impressive and and amazing things but uh, I'm proud of what our lugs done here today uh, this weekend I, I well, should say talking with some of the other lugs just on here and then just you know in person just walking around. How far you guys have come, considering your official or non-official, you know, from the start to how grandiose of builds you have is a pretty big deal. Considering it's, when you talk about KC Brick Lab and they were talking about not even having road plates in the beginning, just yeah. construction paper. I mean, it's, it's big. A, it's a testament to the core leadership of our lug. I'm I'm not one of the founding members. I I joined about six months after the lug started, and uh, I'm so fortunate to have found them. Um, you know, I was telling somebody earlier this weekend, I've been building Lego since I was five years old, and I thought 
you know, a couple of years ago, I thought I knew everything there was to know about <laughs> building Lego. And I've learned so much after just in a couple of years from joining the lug about how to source parts, how to, how to sort your parts, uh, you know, how, you know, various building techniques, things I'd never even heard of or ne never would have dreamed up on my own. So it's been an amazing resource. And that, you know, that's what I would tell, uh, other builders out there is, uh, you know, no man is an island, uh, and there's so much you can learn from other people. Uh, you know, it, it's been great for me. So Awesome. So you talk about sorting, or you mentioned it briefly. Yep. There's, there's only one correct answer. Is it color first or part first, element first? So if you if you pin me down to those, I will say part first. Okay. But, but to me, the real answer is it depends. Um, what I do is certain rare colors, I will sort, sort those colors out, uh, you know, if it's a color that I don't have a lot of pieces of. Like but in general... Chrome, what, it, what is it? Gold colored, lacquered, whatever. Yeah, like sand green or, yeah, right, or right. you know, something like that. Um, I, I will sort those out by color, but in general, I prefer my my parts, so uh, my Lego sorted by part. It makes sense. I, I've heard a little bit of everything I, from I, everybody. I think there's people <laughs> on both sides of the aisle. So, I, like I said, I try to straddle the fence a little bit. <laughs> that works. You can you can always get away with one or the other. You just got to stick to it, right? Yeah. As long as you have a system that works for you, that's what matters. You know. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to spend uh, valuable building time digging around for the part that you're looking for. Yeah. Well, I've I've heard some degrees of <laughs> really anal retentive where it's oh, yeah. it's you no know, it's this it's this it's this it has to be this and me I, I'm just kind of like well we'll roll with it. I'm pretty OCD, but I also share my collection with my 12 year old OCD. and my 15 year old. So <laughs> you know things. Are yeah, gonna end up there's out of only place. <laughs> there's only so much. Uh, uh, yeah, I have to. I have to be a little bit tolerant. Okay, so you bring that up. Is building with your your kids? Obviously, you know it's a great family activity. I've seen a ton of families here. I mean, oh, yeah. in and out all day. Do you allow your kids to have any input into your or help hands on with some of your big mocks or whatever? Yeah, yes. Um, they have both actually helped uh, a, a little bit with uh, with all of my mocks, and they both play Overwatch, so okay. they know the game just as well as I do. And they've come up with some you know interesting ideas that I've incorporated into the builds as well that I may never have uh, thought of myself and. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll delegate tasks to them as well. Like, you, you know, you build this part right. or something like that. <laughs> you and got the, your own little design team there. Yeah, that's right. And the other main thing that they do is uh, when we get to one of these shows, I set up the mocks and then I let them decorate them with the figs. Okay. So they put them in their battle poses and <laughs> okay. stuff like that. Well, kids so they like have, that. They have fun with yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's always, always an enjoyable that experience. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got a few questions yet, and then sure. you can be on your way away from the microphone. Because I know before we started, you're like, oh, I'm a little iffy with this kind of stuff. Um, everybody has a favorite set or theme from whether it be childhood, adulthood. I'm going to peg you to it. Um, so for me, and that's kind of what actually got me started off on the Overwatch building, I grew up really... Uh, with the the classic castle okay. stuff, um, 
And I, you're the you first know, one today, by the way. Well, I said that. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm not the only one in the I room. I know you're though, not the only one. But I grew, you know, I started uh, building Lego in the in the mid '80s or so, and I, you know, I remember having like the Black Falcon Fortress, uh, and, yes. and but probably my favorite set growing up was the King's Castle from that era. Okay. Um, that's and, a fan favorite right there. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. People are waiting for that to be redone. And and that's, you know, that's the, you know, that's the reason when I when I was playing Overwatch and I, you know, I saw the Eichenwald castle on uh, on that map, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I got to build that <laughs> out of Lego." <laughs> and it took several tries. Uh, I, I had to this is I think this is uh, mock, uh this is the third iteration uh, of that castle. But I'm so, happy with the way it turned out. Classic castle. Classic huh? castle. Yeah, that, that works. So everybody has had a moment. Well, maybe not everybody. Most people have had a moment where they're like, "I shouldn't have gotten rid of this in my dark ages" or something like that. Have you ever had something like that? I've been pretty lucky. Whoa! You know, pe- people uh, people talk about uh, you know I went to college and my mom threw out all my Legos and stuff like that, <laughs> uh, or they were up in the attic and you know got uh, leaked on or something. I, I pretty much have uh, all my stuff uh, from uh, from when I was a kid. You know, they're they're play worn because yeah, of uh, course. You know, I had bad I had battles, <laughs> right. and, and you know, some 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 guys didn't make it, so some of my older <laughs> sets are missing a figure too. But uh, there's nothing in particular. I, like I said, I've been pretty lucky. Well, you're you would be one of very few uh, that, that I've ever come across. They're like, yes, because usually it's like, oh, I went into my dark ages and things got thrown out, or my parents threw things out, or no, no, you've I got mean, half of a set and then the other half you have to brick link or something like that. I made sure when I left the house uh, that uh, you know it was made clear the Legos were not to be gotten rid of. <laughs> they stay or you die. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You will die a painful Lego death. That's 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 what will happen. I will, you will roll have, you around on. You the will floor. have to walk barefoot across the uh, the Lego floor. Yeah, exactly. Well, Chris, it was it was great having you on. Um, just hearing about builds, the lug, all that kind of stuff. It's always it's always fun time. So. It's a pleasure to be on. And like I said, I, I would put in a plug for anyone's local lug. Uh, you know they're they're always looking for for more members, uh, more builders, more participants, uh, and there's so much that you can learn. So I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, and absolutely. Please please bring back Lego Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> somebody in Denmark right now is yeah, like somebody, not another one. Yeah. Please not another one. Hey, we if can't. There, if there's enough of us, <laughs> stop ignoring us until it turns into Bionicle, where you've got. An ideas project that goes up for gets voted on and then ultimately doesn't end up making oh, it. So yeah. you never know. You, you yeah. never know. There could be enough Overwatch reach, but we'll see. So, all right, Chris. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call 
working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. You take care. I appreciate you having me. Yep. And you guys, we are going to take a quick break. We'll be back here in a few minutes with Dan from Brookmania. You guys are not going to want to miss this. This is going to be something epic that you guys are probably going to cry over because we're finally going to get an opportunity to talk about this giant aircraft carrier.
right, guys, we are back with our next guest on the show. And I already teased it. I told you I'd find him and I would get him. <laughs> and I'm here with Dan from Brickmania. Dan, thank you for coming and joining me this afternoon here in the uh, lovely convention in Nebraska Brick Days. Yeah, well, thanks for hosting me. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I don't know a whole lot about Brickmania. I will confess I don't know a whole lot, but I'm sure all of my <laughs> listeners or a lot of them will already know. So tell me a little bit about Brickmania. Well, Brickmania makes custom sets out of Lego pieces. So we, you know, we started about 20 years ago. It just started with me in my basement making castle sets out of out of boredom and, and disappointment of what Lego was offering. So I decided instead of complaining <laughs> about it, I might as well make my own. You're going to step out in brand. Right. And, I, and I've been doing it ever since. So about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years, I decided to get serious and do it as a real business okay. instead of just me in my basement. So I had to get a warehouse, had to hire some employees, and, <laughs> and now we have like fifty, over fifty full time employees. That's impressive. And uh, yeah, we can barely keep up with with the demand for our stuff. So. so you talk about demand for your stuff. What are some of the things now? I, I overheard you talking over there, and I've I've I know of Brickmania. I don't sure. know a whole ton about Brickmania, but you have a lot of really cool sets over there. Me being a a, a Marine veteran, I saw that stuff, and I'm like, oh. I've, I've I've seen the carrier. I've I've been uh, I've seen some of those aircraft. So sure. <laughs> tell me a little bit about uh, some of the the things that people can get from Brick, Brickmania. So we, you know, just it wasn't intentional, but we started making military models. Sure. Um, mainly because people are asking us for it, and that's evolved over the years until like that's almost primarily what we do is military models and figures and 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 weapons and stuff. Uh, that's all related to that. And in the last few years, we've actually been working with some of the manufacturers like Sikorsky and, and, oh, really? and Textron Bell and uh, Lockheed Martin. So, yeah. so when we're making, we make all these aircraft, and we're actually doing them under license. So we, react, we have the we have the official permission <laughs> to do them, and, and not necessarily the blessing. Sure. You know, um, but they appreciate what we do, and, and yeah, and you know. It goes far. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that clamor for it, and you walk around the shows, you know, this one especially. I mean, you see yours, and then right. you see uh, some of the, uh, on the other end with some of the World War II stuff. I mean, there's always a there's always a fan base that wants to right, be because right. Lego's not going to make it. And before Brickmania started, it didn't even exist. It was yeah. not a uh, back in the early 2000s, and I was making my first sets. Uh, there was no nothing of its kind, no. and we had so few. You know, compared to today's standards, we had so few bricks to look with, right. you know, work with that <laughs> it's so primitive <laughs> by right. comparison to what we do now. But I, it's it's really taken off, I and mean, I, I wouldn't say that we necessarily started because I think the demand was already there. But sure. we we made it people realize they could actually do it. Well, I mean, you made the demand accessible. Yeah, <laughs> the products are there now. So, uh, yeah. roughly about how many models do you guys have? That people could buy on your website. Um, at any given time, there's probably 50 different sets. That's impressive. In in, in our store and production. Do you guys and, rotate them in and out? Kind of yeah, like yeah, we have those? To. Okay, yeah. We, we have. There's more stuff that we we have more designs that we can possibly sure. make at once. Um, it's you know everything of course costs money for us to do. <laughs> right, of course. And we we're limited by how fast we can turn around the, basically what people are are buying and turn it into the next generation of sets. Sure. So, so do you guys? When when something comes out, I mean, there's new aircraft always in production. You know, yep. whether it be helicopter, or support aircraft, jets, and stuff like that. Do you do you plus the the new pieces that Lego is always rolling out? Is right. that one of those things like you're like, all right, this piece isn't coming out yet for 
another <laughs> two or three months in a certain set or something like that in a certain color, obviously you want to stay dark bluish gray, right, light right. bluish gray, that Never. kind of stuff. But is it kind of like, well, you know, we really want to do this SU33, but <laughs> the pieces we want to use are not there yet, and you kind of shelve it? No, we typically will work around it. Work we're not we're not going to wait for Lego to make stuff that doesn't exist <laughs> right. yet. Right, could be waiting forever, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So they're, <laughs> and they're not working for us. They're, right, they're they're not doing what they they do they do what they do to fit their schedule. We just happen to have a you know the aftermarket was willing to break apart their sets, sell us all the pieces, right. and, and that's how we get you know our, primarily get our parts. And it started out with me just going to the stores after after holidays and okay. buying stuff on clearance. Yeah. And then Bricklink happens. So Brickmania actually predates Bricklink. So Brickmania happened and Bricklink happened and then Brickmania grew. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 we we are blessed to be part of like a big uh, community of adult fans. Yeah. And you know, we support that community, they support us. So it's it's a real uh, kind of symbiotic relationship. That is a very good word for it. You guys have a very have entwined yourself, I know in in the community in more ways than one do you guys have anything that you know what uh some kind of future aircraft that you would like to see that is a real aircraft that you're like you know what i really want to have this um so that we can build it or there's always stuff there's always <laughs> there's always the next model and, and you know at, at this point we're because we have designers or international designers now where okay. we have people in you know many different countries actually right. designing for us we actually have to plan months. We're almost a year out in a lot of our planning. So what's going to come down the pipeline? So there, there are things that we know are coming, and there are things that we're working on because um, some of the things we need to get permission to do. Sure. You know, some, some are trademarked items, so we need to be able to get permission. So we're working on that, and it's like you got to deal with lawyers, deal <laughs> with agents. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's not something I intended to do when I started Brickmania, but it just evolved that way. Yeah. So, like. Well- all the legalese, that, that, that's what holds everything back. Yeah. <laughs> For it, good reason, I get the, it. There was yeah. a certain point that we were small enough to fly under the radar, but it's, it's, it's not necessarily possible anymore. We're too big. <laughs> <laughs> Way too big. So I got to talk about the big set you have over there. I, yeah. I heard you mentoring, uh, mentioning some of the metrics on it earlier. The aircraft carrier that you have over there is CVN. What's it modeled after? Is it a specific carrier? It's the USS Macon Island. So okay. it's, it's technically, well, technically, I think it's considered an aircraft carrier. It's a, okay. it's really a, an amphibious assault ship. Okay. So it's a giant taxi cab for delivering Marines. <laughs> and right. It, it's, I mean, that's its whole sole purpose. Sixteen hundred Marines live on this thing, and they're ready to go wherever they're sent, um, anytime. You know, and it, it has. Aircraft. It has hovercraft. Um, I saw the hovercraft. Yeah, so three <laughs> of those hovercraft would be able to fit inside the ship. Uh, and no, that, that thing is huge, yeah. sitting behind it. That <laughs> thing's massive in its own right. <laughs> that was, and that's a, that's a set that we built. I was going to ask. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. Is it's, it it's an so, official? It's so big, we don't necessarily keep any on the shelf. We do like a couple times a year. So okay. hey, we're going to do another batch. If you want to sure. get in on it, you got to put a deposit down. <laughs> right. Or, um, because we'll only make as many as people order. Yeah. We won't make any extras. The, the extras that we did make are actually earmarked for future displays. So, okay. So, so the, the ship itself, the, the Macon Island, uh, is about 25 feet long, uh, weighs hundreds of pounds. We don't have a full, <laughs> full weight. It's all Lego. There's no, um, no, no, no internal frame or anything like that. It's, just, it's, it's Lego inside and out, no glue, nothing like that. Nothing. It's just 
built together with brick, huh? Right. It's <laughs> it's heavy. It's very I'm heavy. sure it's heavy. <laughs> it, it it looks massive. So I, I assume it's got a modular design to it where it can come apart. Correct. Right? It's yeah. made in it's made in every five feet it breaks into another section. Okay. So it's five foot sections. Um, it's about three feet wide. Okay. So it takes four people to lift each. I was going to ask how many how how many manpower arms does this yeah, gonna take? That's a lot. Yeah, and some of the, I think some of the sections are so heavy it probably be better having six people moving. Uh, yeah, I believe it. So how do you <laughs> ship that thing around? Is is that like a full on shipping crate? You're DHLing that thing across the no, country? No, we drive it. <laughs> we, we, have, we have a van. The we, we built a battleship several years ago, and I bought a van for that. And this, this we had to buy a bigger van for, for this <laughs> ship. This, this is a bigger model. So we just bought a van a couple months ago. Um, it's not it, – it is the big, the biggest model of Sprinter that you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> and it barely fits in there. Barely squeeze that thing in there. Yeah, yeah guys, if you um, – I've got some pictures of it that will go up on social media later so that everybody can see what Dan's talking about because this thing is – it's to die for. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about uh, minifigs and stuff. I know people are giant into minifigs and stuff yeah. like that. Do you guys print your own custom minifigs, or do you right. outsource it, or how's that? No, work? we do all of our. We do everything in house where we possibly can. So okay. We while we like to support the other AFOL businesses, there's just none, nobody's big enough to keep up with the sure. sort of supply sure. that we need to have. Um, so we we take Lego figures. We buff off the printing. <laughs> okay. So we, we strip off the Legos printing. No offense, Lego, but <laughs> right. we, we need something else. So then we print um, custom you know, printing. Any, any surface that's on that Lego figure is fair game for us. We'll, okay. we'll print the top of the head, the, the you know, the next stud. We'll print, you, know, you name the, it, we'll the print next it. Stud. <laughs> <laughs> so. that, that's a big deal because I know that those, those are the things that people want. I can't find right because they're not going to make it because it goes against their military policy. Right. You know, everybody knows that. So it's it's kind of like a, you know, brick arms, brick mania. We're making this, we're making yeah. this. It, because you walk around, like I said, these shows. There's 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 modern stuff. There's there's different era stuff right. from Vietnam, World War Two. There's all kinds of stuff. So, um, what what can we see coming in the future from you guys to get people a little bit excited? Well, we, we just, I mean, right now we're actually in the, in the process of relaunching our castle theme. Oh. We haven't done a, a castle theme set in, in, I don't know, seven, eight years. And even that was kind of a one-off. <laughs> and so we're, right now we're, we did a poll and said, what kind of medieval stuff? And it's not, it's not we, we threw in like ancient Rome just as like, let's, let's see what people think on that uh, as something to compare like Vikings or, sure. you know, some sort of medieval theme, and the, actually the Roman the Roman theme won, which we didn't think was going to happen. So now yeah. we're like launching an ancient Roman, <laughs> ancient Roman ancient Roman theme, and it's it's cool. We're building a giant fortress basically that you can buy and module buy pieces of and, and put and it just, together to make a giant fortress. See, so. it's that kind of stuff. The thinking outside of the box, and I'm I'm happy to see that kind of stuff that people were never going to have an opportunity to get because right. if it doesn't go up as ideas and get approved through Lego right. Ideas, it doesn't happen. And well, most, so Lego Ideas, I mean, it's a great concept. Yeah. And I, I was actually did that in my, the first mock oh, my okay. creation. Um, I, I love all that stuff, but there, there's no way that they're going to do a, no. a, a 10,000 piece set. No, yeah, and that's <laughs> something else I was talking with somebody else. I said, you know, do, do you want to, would you do an Ideas project? Yeah, but it's never going to get approved. Yeah. <laughs> it's too big. It, it's way outside of the scale. Yeah. So, um, 
to date, you guys have released so many models and stuff like that. What was your favorite one? And maybe you personally had a design in uh, hand in designing, or one that maybe somebody else on your team designed. You know, I always say that the the best one is the next one I'm working on. <laughs> I've heard that before <laughs> because it's I like to get involved in the the research side of it. So before I even put bricks together, I'm like learning the history of the particular object. Like if it's an aircraft, I'll I'll, I'll sure. buy books and read all about it, so I, I know not to make dumb mistakes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that I that I if I knew something about the subject, I'd be able to you know would have prevented. So yeah, I like to. Read research so it's always I, I just dive into whatever's happening next as my next thing so what about your source material what do you use for source material obviously if you're working with something that's specifically licensed licensed or or like a, a bell or a sikorsky or something like that you you know they may send you some stuff but what do you do for source material well we actually just buy books and that's I, it we have brick mania has a huge library um, when we see stuff on the on the schedule that we don't know anything about, we will buy books. I will I will typically read about what we're doing, and if the other designers don't read about it, I'll read about it and tell them what they need to do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot of books. Sometimes some of the best pictures out there are, are what other modelers, maybe not not necessarily Lego models, but like scale modelers. Okay, because they will they will take a model, put it in good lighting, take a picture of it. And, and, and roll with it yeah, like that. Like in real in real life, some, yeah. some things are just too top secret to, to have. Right. They, yeah, naturally. Yeah. yeah. I, I know all about that. <laughs> so we, we actually don't, for like Bell or, or Lockheed Martin, we sure. don't get any help from them at all. Okay. Because that would require... Um, and a lot of clearance. Yes. A lot of clearance. <laughs> they, they can't, you know, they can't even tell us like the diameter of a turret ring or something like that. <laughs> they, they're not allowed to share that unless we have protocols in place to, to like sure. make sure that that information stays. And, I, and it's too much for us to be responsible. <laughs> you want to talk about legal. That's a yeah. whole nother world of legal right there. Yeah. So we don't we don't ask questions. Um, <laughs> you just go ahead. We're going to go ahead and design this thing. <laughs> as long as we stay within their parameters of what they, they want to look good. Sure. They, they don't want us to make anything that looks yeah. Yeah, that nobody wants look bad. Nobody wants crap yeah. <laughs> of, of their product of, of whatever. Right. So um, yeah, man, the some of those models are really just—they just blow my my mind away. I like—I I look at them like I feel like I'm on the tarmac looking at a real aircraft <laughs> right now. Like, you know, some of the helos you have over there, place them like, you know, the wings swept back and everything. Yeah. Just so much. Well, we like to—you know—we started out making stickers and putting on on, on all of our stuff. And now <laughs> okay. we're we're printing the the the, the insignias as of right on the bricks. It's, it's, so for. Your company, obviously, you guys have said, you know, you're, you're growing. You're just blowing the water uh, just crazy over the last two decades. I mean, from where you started to where you are now, are you guys ever looking? How, how does somebody, like, if they're like, you know what, I want to design models for Brickmania. Like, how, do, how does that process go? Is that just a, hey, I'm going to reach out and see? Or do you yeah, guys recruit much. somebody? We, or? Don't, we don't have a process. What we don't want to do is, like, Lego, they have, they have a process. You have to jump through all these hoops. Yeah. We would rather, like, we'll either find you or, you know, if, if you send us an idea, pitch pitch something at it, it's, it's a good possibility that if we don't, you know, if it fits in what we, we want to do, what we have coming up in our themes, um, it's a good possibility that we could buy the design from you. It's, we don't, I don't necessarily want to be inundated with, right. uh, uh, you know, emails asking how to, how to do it, but... <laughs> We're trying to be receptive to the community and being a giving everybody from the community a chance. So, if like say, 
um, you know, a, a person that we see makes this particular object model, you know, a tank or a, a right. aircraft or something. They do it really well. Then we're saying, hey, would you like us? You know, would right. you be interested in, in having <laughs> us release it? It's good public relations, community relations, when we actually have those interactions. And then, you know, you might know somebody. One of your friends may have made, designed a kit for Brickmania. Sure. So, so we're trying to spread it around as much as we can. And there's a few designers that we just have a joy, joyous relationship with. They, they're they're a pleasure to work with, and you know that's how we find them. You know. So when you guys are designing sets, obviously after the design is done, you somebody has already put it together. Are you are you buying brand new pieces? Obviously, you've said you know the Bricklink stuff, yeah. or you're buying from other sellers. Are you trying to buy new product as much as possible to be able to make those? Or we only use new bricks. Okay. So okay. If, if, and we, we, you know, we keep track of who we buy from, and okay. if, if the bricks that we get aren't up to our standards, you know, like sure. new enough, yeah, you know, because when you honestly, as soon as you open the box, it's already going to have some scratches. Yes, on the pieces. yes. So if if it's too damaged, we'll we will make a note of it, and we may not continue to buy from that sure. source. Um, because who knows? They can. It's up. It's an honor system. It is. You're right. New. It is. And we respect that most. Uh, Bricklink or other sellers are going to sell only new bricks or new quality. We don't. If it says used, we kind of run out the other way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and it's not because that there's nothing wrong with used bricks, right. but we don't want to have used bricks mixed into our, our, right. our stock. You're going to get a, an off gray colored brick. <laughs> right. And we don't want we don't want our customers. You know, people, our stuff is expensive. Yeah. And if somebody, bought, you know, they throw down a thousand dollars for a set. They're not going to want to find a used brick. No, <laughs> no. That, that would probably end up really, really poor. I mean, it's embar- <laughs> when, it, when something gets mixed, it, it, sometimes it slips through. Sure, And sure. it's embarrassing for us, and, and, you know, it's damaging to our reputations. So. Yeah, you're like, I, I didn't mean it. I don't know how this happened. We'll, we'll, yeah. Here, here's the replacement. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Well, um, you, you started, like you said, you, you, the castle kind of stuff. Um. With Lego, in general, I mean, what, 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 what drew you to Lego, whether as a kid or as an adult? Obviously, Brickmania is keeping you drawn now. Yeah. But so, where did your journey start? I was like four years old. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a long time ago, by the way. Um, so my parents went to Europe on a bicycle trip. Okay. And I stayed at Grandma's house. It was a couple of weeks. Maybe it's for me. It seemed like an eternity. <laughs> and and even even today, they came back and they rewarded me with this little Lego set. It was like set number six or something. <laughs> that should date me. It um, was all yellow. <laughs> no, it was it was it was mostly white. It had four of those little snap wheels that yeah. snap on. It was definitely a single digit set. Okay, <laughs> that's how old. That's how that's how long ago. Um, and out of all the toys, that was the only one I kept playing with. And they just you know every year for you know Hanukkah or or Christmas. Or birthdays, I would get more and more Lego. Okay. So it was, uh, um, you know, almost fifty years of collecting. That's that's a lot of collecting, so man. I didn't really have a dark age. I maybe had time where I didn't have time to build. Okay. So the Lego would sit in a in a closet sure. for maybe a year while I was. I used to play in bands, so we'd go on tour, sure. and, and or else I'd drive them, or you know, traveling around a lot. So I, there was, there were periods where I didn't have time, just, but it was yeah. it wasn't for the lack of wanting, right? It was just lack of time. <laughs> I feel like I just have no time for this plastic yeah. brick right now. So and all of my friends, like say in junior high, they were all growing out of their Lego, and. A couple of a couple of different occasions, they want they they sold me their collections, like 
a friend of a friend of a friend was wanted to. He, he, sure. He's he's moving on. He's going to go to high school. He right. Lego anymore. It wasn't cool. So I got like his his collection, and it was like the second and third year classic space. Oh my his, goodness! You know, for like three hundred dollars, got every set. <laughs> <laughs> so at one point, I had like two Galaxy Explorers, and you know, and his mine were my my bricks were well used. I, oh I just, yeah, they never left the floor in my my room. His were brand new, so I got a replacement for every classic <laughs> castle or classic space set there was. So your journey started there. Now, some people that are mock builders, or obviously Brick Mania is a little bit different. Do, do you still find yourself like, you know what, this whatever came out this year, I, that's really cool. I want to have that. I well, I'm in a unique position that I have one of everything we've done. Not <laughs> right. in my personal. I don't have a personal collection. Per okay. Se. There's, uh, there's the only Lego in my house are things that people have given me as gifts, like really? their own creations. It's the only Lego in my house. I have nothing of my own in the house. I think there's a guy with a garbage pail <laughs> <It's a> garbage. <laughs> on, on a little dolly, and that's the only, the only like, Dan creation in our house. <laughs> so he cleans the kitchen every once in a while. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, since we have that store in Minneapolis, it's, it's the, our GHQ store. It's attached to our, our factory, sure. same building. And we purposely got a store that was big enough to, to house, like, a, a sort of a display of all of the Brickmania kits that we, it's not everyone, but it's, it's. A good selection it's, going back, right? So you're 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 pulling some of the retro with some air quotes there. Yeah, with, well, with it's, some it's of like once it's retired from production, it moves from the front of the store to one of the display cases okay. in the back. So right now, there's like nine of these giant display cases. <laughs> you know, they're kind of organized by theme, um, and we've we created a, a series of instruction books of retired sets. So we have them organized by what the instruction books. Okay. Um, and then of course there's some that we've never made instructions for. We're, we're starting to do that digitally so people can. Uh, yeah, they, they a lot get, of people are going digital with that kind of stuff. Right. We and we re, we resisted the digital just because of how easy it was to like the sure. piracy stuff, and we we resisted it for a long time because we print our own books, right. print our own instructions, and then we had a sort of a revelation in the last year. Like you know, if we if we want to stop people from bootlegging and pirating us, let's just make it available easily, yeah. readily available to everyone, just right. like Lego has all their stuff. Yeah. So ours aren't free, but they're cheap enough that you wouldn't feel bad about, you know, I'll pay you 10 bucks for, right. the, for, the, for, the, for the plans of the, that, that airplane. Or, and then and you, when we download it, you can if you get it from our site especially, you get a parts list that you can just plug into, See, there you plug go. into BrickLink. And, and you just pull it what you need. Yeah. It'll, it'll automatically fill your, your it'll wants Fill your list. cart and yep. <laughs> out you go. Yeah. A couple so. hundred thousand dollars later. Yeah, could be. <laughs> Depending on what it is. All right, well, Dan, um, where can uh, people find Brickmania? Obviously, you guys have your website. That's yeah, um, brickmania.com. Okay. And you guys on socials? You Yeah, absolutely. We're everywhere. Okay. Um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, I believe we have Twitter. I haven't logged into our Twitter <laughs> in a long time. Somewhere out there, possibly. And they were all my accounts at one point, and then I like, here, you guys take it over. These, right? gotta, you, you young turn. guys, gals that do this a lot better, the hashtag yeah. stuff. and. Yeah, I get that. I so get that. So then we have a retail store in Minneapolis okay. at our headquarters, and then we have a store in Schaumburg, Illinois, and okay. another one in uh, Chantilly, Virginia. Virginia. So really? literally across the parking lot from Brick Fair. Okay. We'll that means, there, that we'll means it'll week. be busy next weekend. Yes, it'll be very busy. So. <laughs> it'll be really busy. I, I, I'm i sad I don't get it, an opportunity to go that one next weekend, but um, oh, I, I'm it's, sure. It's, it's one of the biggest shows. I know. <laughs> I know. Other you know, engagements came along the way, yeah. but um, it'll be there next year. It'll be there next year. <laughs> it'll be at that one for sure. So, um, really good talking to you, Dan. I'm glad you came on and 
spun the brick mania stuff. It, it, I never get an opportunity. I, it's always Lego designers or other mock builders. It's not <laughs> the guy of brick mania. So well, I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. So you guys check that out. Uh, we're going to pop out of here and take another quick break, uh, and then we'll be back here with a few more guests and close out the show. So thanks again. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.
All right, guys, we are back from break. And we've got another guest here, and this one you are going to love. You bonko kids out there are going to absolutely love this because, yes, the Lego Idea set didn't ultimately get made through the BrickLink Designer Program, but it happened. So I am joined today by... Oh, my name is Orion underscore seven. Uh, you could just call me Orion, and I am a pretty big Bionicle fan. Pretty big, I would say, number one in this room. <laughs> with with the display that you have over there under the lug. So what, what lug? You're part of the KC... It's, it's an interesting situation. Right now Ooh. I'm here with the KC lug, but I currently live in Idaho. So I was okay. flying back to visit some friends in Kansas, and this week so happened to be Brick Days, so I drove up with a friend of mine as part of the KC sure. lug. Yeah. And then... Do you have, does Idaho have a lug? They do have a lug. Really? I have not gotten very involved with it yet, but I okay. plan to. I have plans to. <laughs> so you've got a giant Bionicle collection down there. Yes. Talk to us a little bit about your Bionicle collection because it's, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. So um, the, the last Lego show I went to, I was only able to bring, bring three, and that was a little bit embarrassing. So this time I wanted to make <laughs> sure that I brought a decent amount I may have I may have done some a little bit of overkill, but yeah, no. Uh, Bionicle mock building has been a hobby of mine for a few years now. Um, I, I first got into Bionicle in 2008, so right as it was starting to wrap up. But I, I remember I went to a bookstore with my grandma, and um, I was looking through the kids' book section, and I found one of the old graphic novels by Greg Farshti. And I got that, and I started reading that, and that's what started introducing me to the lore and stuff. Okay. Yeah, and then for it, the the rest, as they say, is history. I, I started. <laughs> I got, I'm really into the lore. I love the lore. I started buying the sets. I started looking for the the older sets on eBay and stuff. Sure. And uh, it was it was around. I think uh, it wasn't until many years later that I started building my own. Okay. And it wasn't till, until like a couple of years ago that I actually got good at it. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they turned out well. So do you, as far as Bionicle goes, obviously Bionicle is dead. It's not coming back. As much yeah. as Bionicle yeah. fans want it, want it to come back. Um, so that said, I mean, do you, do you find yourself interacting with others that, online i know bionicle people have a pretty big community online yeah. on social media especially um do you find yourself interacting with them being like you know what i built this or share it on i don't know reddit forums or stuff like that i don't even know if bionicle has their own forum or whatever i'm sure it does but yeah anything like that i don't have a very big social media presence personally but i know there are a lot of places online where bionicle people congregate um the places that i know of and are and am somewhat involved in are, I know that uh, Bionicle stop motion on YouTube is pretty big, and not even stop motion, just like Bionicle mockers on YouTube are pretty big. Uh, I follow quite a few, um, and I'm in a few Discord servers as well, mostly from the said Bionicle YouTubers. But yeah, Discord is where I'm mainly at. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like channels and stuff where you can post pictures of your sure. mocks, get advice, um, just talk to other Bionicle fans about stuff, geek out together, which is always fun. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's always good. Collaboration is key. 
right? Yes. Just just like anything, especially in the Lego community, collaboration is key. Where you guys are bouncing ideas off of each other. You're like, you know what? I did this. I built this using these pieces that are new pieces or something that I've never even thought of before. It's it's a really cool environment for people to be in. Yeah. So, um, anything else other than Bionicle? I know you have Bionicle here. Do you have anything mm-hmm. else here today? Uh, no. The, as far as displaying goes, I've only got the Bionicle stuff. So. What are what are some other things that you would potentially like to display mock wise? Mock wise, I'm not very good at brick building mocks, <laughs> uh, unlike literally everybody else here. Uh, yeah, Bionicle's really my niche. I would like to start getting into brick building though. Yeah. Um, my two the two main genres, so to speak, that I really enjoy are sci-fi and high fantasy, like medieval okay. fantasy. So I'd like to start doing like some castle buildings and some uh, rocket ships and stuff like that. Yeah, those are. Those are <laughs> castle space. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty classic. Those are things. those are things that everybody is going to gravitate towards. So yeah, uh, that that is really cool. So, um, you said you you know you came into the Bionicle stuff as it was closing out as it, yeah. they ultimately retired it for good. Are there anything that you currently are like? You know what? I really really like this for this reason. Like about the the story or the sets or yeah, yeah. There, that's a hard question. There are <laughs> there are a lot of things I love about it. I love the um, just the sheer number of different types of pieces and stuff, and how compatible it is with Technic. Because there's if there's one thing I learned from my mock building experience, it's that if you're going to build something anything sizable, you need to have Technic incorporated in some capacity. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love how just how versatile all the pieces are. Like. Like an arm piece isn't just an arm. You can use it as a torso, as armor, as a leg, back plating. You can you can use every piece for not its intended purpose, and it works really well. I mean, that's important. You don't really see. I mean, Lego is modular in its in its form, where you can create umpteen combinations using the same same bricks. Yeah, the Bionicle stuff is really interesting to see i didn't even realize that was even a thing that you could even do something like that so that, yeah it's really really out there um you're on the younger side a little bit yeah a little bit i'm i'm an a-fall now officially. you're an a-fall okay a lot of the uh other lug members that i've talked to been around it for decades and decades and stuff like that they have a a, a something that they're like you know what man i love this this is my favorite thing what is your favorite Lego set? Ooh. That that is a tough one. Um probably my favorite Lego set that I currently own. Ooh. Would the first one that pops into my head is the new Legacy Destiny's Bounty from Ninjago because I've I've been a Ninjago fan since day 1. Uh, a little bit disappointed with how they're handling the show after the 2017 movie. But as far as the sets go, I've been loving their legacy stuff. And the, the Legacy Destiny's Bounty they came out with last year is fantastic. Interesting. I, uh, more modern. I've, I've heard bit, modern yeah. and I've heard classic as well. I heard only one person say classic uh, classic castle stuff. So gotcha. <laughs> it's always a good thing. So, Well, um, the Bionicle stuff. I, I hope you run into more people at, at other shows. Do you have any other shows that you plan on attending anytime soon? 
I don't know of any shows specifically, but I definitely would like to display more. Um, like I said, I'm planning to get more involved with the Idaho Lug. Yeah. I don't know if they have any big events uh, coming up, but if they do, I will definitely try to be at those. And I do fly out here to the Midwest about once a year to visit friends. Mm-hmm. So uh, if there are shows going on around that time, like like this year, uh, I will definitely try to make it to those because this is a whole lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great environment. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on and chatting. And um, we're going to take another quick break, guys, and wrap up here. We've got one segment left, and then we will call it a day here at Brick Fair. Or Brick Fair. <laughs> I just did them in injustice here at Nebraska Brick Days. So uh, I appreciate you coming on and chatting a little bit about Bionicle. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. All right, guys, we are back for our last segment slash two segments of the day. Uh, I've got two more guests that I want to share with you. And the first one here, go ahead and Tim, introduce Philly. yourself. Tim, Tim came up from KC up here to Nebraska Brick Days, and he built something that, well, you've already heard one Star Wars person today. Why not have another? So tell me all about your Star Wars build. Yeah, so... Um I'm a big Star Wars fan, like a lot of people. Sure. Um, a lot of people here. A lot of people here. Absolutely. And uh, my favorite uh, movie is Solo. Okay. And I've always been a, a huge fan of the Millennium Falcon. And when I saw that for the first time in the movie, I was like, whoa, this is this <laughs> thing's awesome. Uh, this, is, this is pretty amazing. I think I could do this with Lego. So I have a pretty big Lego room downstairs. Okay. Probably, probably somewhere in the range of 200 square feet oh, of space down there. And one day I was looking at my uh, UCS Millennium Falcon, and I said, what if I turn <laughs> that into the Kessel Run Millennium Falcon that okay. I just saw in the movie? And from there, I spent about 500 hours building it in uh, studio, Brickland okay. Studio, and uh, converted it into real life about two years ago. It took okay. me probably 100 or so hours to build it. 
Well, you did the hard work. The hard work yeah. is already designing yeah. it. Now you just have to build it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. I did yeah. a full interior, did um, a common room, did Lando's bed, did the Jeez. cape room where the famous scene took, the kissing scene took place. <laughs> um, yeah, and it gets a lot of attention. I love it. I love talking to people about Lego. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just... My next project, and a lot of people ask me about this, is what, yeah. do you, what theme are you going to do next? So yeah. I'm thinking about taking that and putting uh, a Vader theme to it, doing it all black. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That so would I, be. I do a lot of uh, stuff like that on Instagram through uh, my handle, TK Bricks. Okay. I was going to ask you, where, where can we find you? Where you? <laughs> yeah, TK Bricks on Instagram. Okay. I, I do a lot of uh, features about other uh, people's creations because that's what I really enjoy about Legos, the community, the yes. social aspect. Yes. And uh, I feel like the more uh, people get their work out there, it's seen. I kind of use it as a platform to display other people's work as along with mine. Uh, the better kind of rising tide. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've talked to numerous people today, both on here and then just walking around in between breaks and stuff like that in collaboration. Just, you know, chit-chatting, you know, maybe you build a Millennium Falcon, somebody else built a Millennium Falcon, and you go back and forth and you're like, well, I did this and I did this. Oh, that's cool. I should try that next time. And mm-hmm. I... Maybe redesign it because that's you built your mock, but there's so many people that go back and say, you know what, I want to update it, or I want to do this different, or these new pieces. I can, I have an idea of how I want to do this. So that's really cool. So, um, so how long have you been building? Obviously, you've got the creative juices. So, so my dark ages, I came out of in 2015. <laughs> okay, uh, with a Lego set. Um, I, my wife and I are empty nesters. All of our kids are off to, uh, okay. in other places of the world. And so I got on Amazon, checked it, and saw this London Bridge, and I'm like, hey, you want to build this with me? And that was like the kind of the start of getting back into Lego because yeah. it gave us something to do together. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of building together, and we that was like it, it took off from there, yeah. set after set after set. She kind of like once we got a, a small table built of our city, she said, okay, I know you're into Star Wars, but you got to pick one, <laughs> either Star Wars or the city. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to say Star Wars because you really don't like Star right. Wars. So why would I pick right. that? Yeah. So three years later, I'm like, the Kessel or the Millennium Falcon's coming out, and I've wanted this set forever. So <laughs> she she said, okay, you can do this, and that got me into Star Wars. So now I'm doing both. Yeah. Uh, I've got the, uh, a full room of Lego down downstairs. See, you've got your own Lego space. Your kids come home and they're like, what happened to my dad? Yeah. Y'all were gone. <laughs> I got, I got to keep myself busy somehow. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And it, I, 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 it's, it's part of my life. Yeah. Lego is. And the people, that's the most important thing for me is the people I get to meet because we all share a common interest, right? Yeah. We're all here for Lego. Yeah. But for me, that's like, takes a backseat to just like what we're doing now. Sure. You and I just met. Yeah. And, and Five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. And it's sharing people's stories about sure. their own lives and what Lego means to them. Right. Get to know other people. That's what Lego means to yeah. me. Well, you, you bring that up. And I, I've, I've said this to people a number of times. I have found closer, some really close relationships uh, with people in the Lego community, some that I have met in person, some that I haven't because doing you know podcasts, I'm running across guests from all over the world and stuff like that. But then there's some that you you talk to on a daily basis, and you, I mean, you really become 
friends. Yep. And Lego is just that medium that brought you together. So that's right. That's, that's really cool. And it's really cool that you and your wife have found that. I, I hear sometimes that couples build together, and then other times it's like, no, he does it or she does it, or then I'll build this, he'll build this, mm-hmm. and we just go our own route. So either way, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you're having fun. You're enjoying time together, you know? Yep. And uh, it's, it's just sort of a relaxed thing for us to do at night, you know? Build a set, yeah. listen to music. We love to play music bingo. So we're putting together a set, and she has just a random, <laughs> podca- a random podcast or a random music playlist on. Right. And we're like, who's this? And we'll just hang for three hours, just building Lego, listening to music, and chilling. And um, I do Instagram Lives every week. Okay. I love meeting new people. Yeah. Um, people who've never, who might be scared to get in front of a microphone. Sure. Or in front of a, a, a camera. Mm-hmm. And just to see that person come alive and out of their shell to talk about something they enjoy is really rewarding. Yeah. There, there is something to that, and I, I, my audience already knows that you guys already know. There's already been a specific person I've had on before that it took like a year of, like, hey, come on, come on, come yep. on, come on out of the shell. It's all right. I'm not gonna bite. It, it'll be fine. And then once they come out, they, you know, they just blow up in the space. So that's really cool. So, uh, Star Wars city. I mean, you've got your stuff that's going on. Uh, any other mocks that you've done that people would be like, holy crap. Okay, so something that people are always surprised about about me is I am a big Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> okay. I'm a huge Swifty. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, I would have never guessed that. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, yeah. How many people do you know who no. love Star Wars and Taylor Swift? No, together? not very many. So I've done uh, my my friend Kate, who uh, you're you're going to interview yeah. next. Yeah. Uh, is big into mosaics. Okay. And we do a lot of lives together and. She inspired me to get into mosaics. Okay. And so I started with one of my favorite uh, albums from Taylor, is Evermore. <laughs> so I put a, an album cover together for that. And then uh, I just designed a four foot by four foot mosaic of another album cover. Oh my goodness. And it's called Lover. <laughs> and I, I love it. It's going on my wall when I get yeah, home. I was going to say, you got to <laughs> put it on your wall. You, 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 it's done, it's going on the wall. That is that is not something I would have expected. Star Wars, Taylor Swift, <laughs> album cover built out of Lego. <laughs> you've got your own Lego art collection, yep. mosaics that you've created on your own yep. due to Taylor Swift. That's pretty. That's pretty wild. Yep. <laughs> that is not and something super unique, right? <laughs> super unique. Like if you were going to pick the most two opposite things, Star Wars and Taylor <laughs> Swift, I don't think I could have picked anybody any different than what I just found here. Um, so with that in mind, you mentioned you came out of your dark ages in 2015. When did your Lego journey begin? When I was a kid, um, there were a couple sets that meant a lot to me, uh, castle-themed-related oh. sets. Of course. Um, they were given as gifts to me, and I remember being immersed in uh, the, putting those sets together okay, and playing with them and... I wish I would have held on to those sets. Ah, oh, see? Yep, didn't do it. <laughs> I talked to somebody else a little bit ago, and they said, no, I kept them all. I kept everything. I, no. From my childhood, I kept it all. Yeah, everybody has that regret. They're like, man, I should have. Big time so, regret. So then moving along, you get to a point, obviously, you know, you get older. Some people push the Lego away. They're like, I don't want it at all. Dump it. Some people store it. You came back to it in 2015. Yep. Was there any other inkling, like, you know what, I kind of want to get into this, or was it just like a violent shove other than just hopping on Amazon, and you're like, I, I just have to do this. Let's do it together. 
So if for the people who know me, I jump in head first in anything <laughs> okay. that I do, any hobby. Uh, and sometimes it sticks and sometimes it doesn't. I used to brew my own beer, met a lot of great people, <laughs> but I got out of that. Right. And jumped into Lego and it was something stuck with me. I don't know if sure. part of it was a taking me back to my younger days and yeah. how much I enjoyed just yeah. the assembly process and the, the playing process about that. Really enjoyed that. Um, but re- really stuck is it's something that my wife enjoyed with me. And that's, I don't want to say it's hard to find. It's, it's uncommon to find it in Lego with couples <laughs> for the most part or something they can agree on in Lego. So that, that is... Hey, props to that. That that makes healthy relationships. Absolutely. Activities that you can do together, whether it's obviously in this space, it's Lego that we're talking about, but any, anything else is always a a big thing. So is there a set that you're like, you know what, this is my a number one favorite. Everything else could go away. This would be the only one that I would keep. UCS millennium. (laughs) Of course it is. Is that a shocker? (laughs) Of course, I'm not shocked at all. Not not one bit. So, I, I the, the Star Wars people always stay with Star Wars. Yeah. So I'm, if I let's take that set out for a second. Okay. okay. Let's just set it aside. It's the Ninjago City set. Okay. The uh, the original the very first one. Yeah. Okay. And the reason I enjoy that set: building techniques, mm-hmm. colors, story, the size of it. Uh, just uh, it it's to me it's magical. Yeah. Uh, so much so that I bought the docks and then, and then the newest gardens. The gardens. Yes. <laughs> and the, all three of them look amazing together. Um, so yeah, I, it would definitely be the city for me. Interesting. I, I, I usually don't hear that. Usually it's a space, classic space, um, castle pirates or, or you're hearing stuff like, um, one of the first modulars or something like that, or some tiny set from when they were a kid. Mm hmm. It's kind of interesting to hear something more modern than not. So very cool stuff. Well, I appreciate you coming on and telling us a little bit about your Lego journey and, and your models. Um, you said TK Bricks, TK Bricks on, on, on Instagram. Instagram. Uh, check him out. You guys can see some of his stuff that he does. You do the, the live once a week, right? Yep, usually on Tuesday evenings. Okay. And, yeah, so I, I appreciate you coming on and and sharing some lego because yeah. at the end of the day it's really all that matters yeah well thanks for having me matt i appreciate it <laughs> absolutely all right guys we are going to take last break and we are going to bring on kate like he said for the final segment to wrap up this show so hang tight and we'll be back here in a second
You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Sorry about that, guys. I didn't realize my, my music had went out. I just was sitting here talking to the next guest, and I was like, oh, darn. Whoops. Sorry. So there was probably some dead space for some of you were wondering. We did not go away. I am joined by an awesome person that has got some wicked builds here that if you were to see them, and I've got some pictures of them, but if you were to see them, you were probably going to cry with how beautiful they are. So I'm joined by Kate. Kate, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. So you are here, you are, I was told, you have to get the mosaic lady. You have to get the mosaic lady. Like, that's all I heard was the mosaic lady, the mosaic lady. So you are the mosaic lady. You are the one that has created these crazy mosaics that you have down there. Tell us a little bit about your journey to getting to this point, because they look like pieces of art that should be hanging in a museum. Oh, that's super nice. Thank you. Um, I actually went to Nathan Sawaya's Art of the Brick. Okay. Like, four years ago and I never I mean I did Lego with my brother as a kid and then I went away from it played college volleyball and did not do any Lego <laughs> right obviously um, I was an art history major in college art major in college right. didn't use this as a medium um, but always did mixed media so okay. I would always mix you know paint with pencil with ribbon with all kinds of different stuff and then we took my son to the art of the brick uh, when he was about five and he was starting to get into Lego. Okay. And I walk in and I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. I walk in and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is so cool. I was totally nerding out. Like just seeing all the things that I had studied in college. Sure. And, I, and then I had that moment of, oh my gosh, I could do this. I want to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm doing this. <laughs> so... I went home, got out all my art history books. Uh, Roy Lichtenstein pop art is definitely my favorite um, era. So I chose the girl with the ribbon, and okay. she's at home um, on our wall in our house. But she was my first one, and she's made from all recycled Lego. So there's really? no new Lego in her. Okay. So all like right. the bulk bins. Yeah. You know? So I sat there for months. I was going to say, you must have been months, sitting there forever. Months, digging through, picking out all the pieces I wanted. But I wanted it to have that comic book style. Okay. Um, I wanted it to be unlike other mosaics you've seen. Um, it's definitely my the way I draw, too. It's kind okay. of that style. So uh, definitely use all different types of pieces to create depth. And then I did Wham, this part of Wham, second. Mm-hmm. 
And then a Liberty, Statue of Liberty third. that one's at home too. And then the girl drowning was my mo- more recent one, and she's probably the most meaningful to me. Why is that? I think it's like losing myself, you know, like losing that part of yourself for a while. Yeah. And then coming back into it and like figuring out what you're like supposed quote unquote supposed to be doing <laughs> right yes and finding it and then you're just like and then it was during covid okay too so it was and i'm a school counselor and talk about mental health with kids all the time so there was a real big meaning to that yeah okay so that one's super meaningful but there's hidden pieces in all of them so if you guys are around and want to come check them out yeah they're like search and find pieces all okay there. So. That, that's a that's a popular thing here, the, the seek and find stuff that are on these builds and stuff like that. And I've, I found myself early early this morning and then just throughout the day just walking around like, I found you. I found you. And some of them are just like the Jurassic Farm yeah. or you see Princess Elsa. But I, I haven't gotten to that point yet. So after we're done here, I'll definitely mm-hmm. have to do some of those. So your Lego journey, where did it begin? Other than just your 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 son, was that was that the beginning? That was pretty much the beginning. And then you just, yeah. you know what? I'm not looking back. I'm going yep. hardcore. I knew I wanted to get into art again. It was like a super self care thing for me. Sure. Um, you know, hearing things from kids all day, you have to find a way to yeah. separate that. So uh, that was definitely self care um, and just something that makes me super happy. And, like, allows me to meet new people every day. Sure. Um, I run, like, a build series on Instagram. Okay. So, like, once a month I choose a theme, and then people build within that theme in the community around the world. And then I do, like, a brick and showcase live where people can jump on and show their builds. That's yeah. That is really neat. It's really fun. That's awesome. It's really cool. So where you mentioned about on Instagram. So where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, at Brick Huntress. Brick Huntress. Yeah. Okay. Any any other social media, or are you just mainly like a I Instagram have a, focus? Mainly Instagram right now. Um, I do have a YouTube channel. I've only posted video. I haven't done any live stuff on there yet. Okay. Um, I mostly pop on to other people's. YouTube oh, okay. Streams, sure. Like, yeah. hey, I'm the Brick Huntress. Uh, like, see me right here. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. It's it takes out the legwork. All you have to do is show up and, yeah. and have the have the conversation, Hi. right? <laughs> Here's my face. This is what I'm doing. This is what I have. See, done. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's cool. Uh, it, it's really nice to hear. Um, you know, you, you talk about de-stressing and stuff like that. You have a stressful job. I'm a teacher myself. I don't. I'm not a counselor. But you come home at the end of the day and you're like, all I want is yep. quiet and I just want to go click, 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 yep. click, snap, snap. Um, with that in mind, Lego has, as you know, has come out with their art series and they have different stuff. It was it was basically created, talking to the designers, it was created to just allow distress and just mm-hmm. unwind after being an adult for the day and then having the soundtrack with it to go and just kind of zone, you know, zone out from the world. So you've kind of, you've kind of, almost beat them to the punch with it. Like you know, I've been doing this. You guys should have came at me, and I could have helped you out. So what are your thoughts on that? You know, obviously you've done it, but what are your thoughts on that being able to be released to the masses for other people that at a time, you know, during COVID, where some people were just, I hate to say it, in a really bad mental health state. Yeah. So. I think it's wonderful. Like, the second I saw that, I was like, yes. Oh, my God, <laughs> this is so great. 
Um, I myself have done the Harry Potter one. Okay, yeah. Uh, before, and it's there's something about just following directions and like sitting and zoning Isn't it? out and sending out <laughs> and just and I love that they come with the podcast too. I think yeah. whatever like each one has one and um, and they you can use them over again. So if even after you build them, right. if you feel like hey, I would rather build you know design my own thing you mm-hmm. have the base for it now yes you and now do people can right. create their own you and can, it's always extra pieces always and, the extra pieces you can always get tiles cheap you can always get studs cheap so it's always a yeah. that's real easy to do well that's kind of kind of interesting i'm glad that you're like yes because a lot of people and i know you've done your mosaics but a lot of people kind of like the art stuff nah, it's not for me it's not but there is that mental health side to it, and it, it is important. Not, it cannot be under, overstated, understated enough. Where you got to take care of yourself. And um, to be fair, I didn't purchase it myself. I was gifted. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and it doesn't I, matter. But I don't think that I would personally buy one for myself because uh, okay. I know I could do it. On because my you own. can do it yourself, right? And in a more well, much a grand too. scale, which is a little different. But I like that it's there for people to do sure now awesome yeah that that is impressive so how many different models do you have down there right now i have five wait (laughs) (laughs) i had to think about that for a second um if you count wham as two then there's five okay yeah so we've already heard about kind of what your favorite was to this point is there something that you're doing in the future where you're like you know what i can't wait to share this with the community yeah. <laughs> Can you give us a teaser? You don't have to sell it completely, but something that to give people to hang on. Um, I'm doing my next large one is going to be Stranger Things. Oh, my God. You, everybody's going to be gushing. I love, love, love anything spooky. I've always loved, like, the X-Files and just all of it. So um, it's going to be, like, a two-panel piece, and one side is going to be the upside Okay. You know, and yeah. the other panel is going to be the underside, and then they're going to flip and turn. Oh as you my go. goodness! So you see both sides. You're going to make people cry. I, I that that sounds really cool. So that sounds really to have interesting. That done either by well, BrickCon is pretty soon. So yes. I don't think I'm going to get it done. Yeah, by then. Probably not. But by Bricks Cascade is my home yeah. convention in uh, okay. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you done any commissions? I have. You have? Yes. What commissions have you done to this point? Uh, I've done some of the iconic Oregon posters, like the okay. National Park posters. I've done three of those. Um, a Fisherman, which is my, that one was my favorite, just um, down the river with okay. trees in the background. It was really, I liked the colors of that one. Um, I make my own kits, mosaic kits. I was going to ask. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. I've sold about... 300-ish, oh, it's, maybe 400 it's, it's, now to kids, adults. Up. Yeah, so I, I provide the base plate directions and all the pieces. Awesome. And they're all my designs. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's something, there's, gonna, there's, there's something there with the art demographic for people. Yeah. And to have something like that that you created, I mean, that's got to be extremely exciting. Like, like oh my god I've sold this it's it's something yeah my birth the, one of the the posters I was like oh my god that just <laughs> happened you know like that moment of selling your first yeah. art piece is like you can't even explain it yeah like, it was so cool so have you ever thought about 
you know, some of your big ones down there, have you ever thought about, you know what? Yes, I like taking them to shows and stuff like that, but maybe if somebody were to come up to me and say, hey, is this for sale, would you sell something? I would sell um, some of them, yeah. I don't think I would sell my original girl just because mm-hmm. it right. it's, means a lot, and I don't think I would sell that drowning girl. I would make a new one for someone. Okay. Like, I would keep mine and then make another copy. That, that would make sense, yeah. <laughs> There's something about the original, mm-hmm. a first edition. <laughs> just the two girls, I think. Those are the okay. ones that I would keep. Everything but else could go. Of, but the other ones I would, I would let go. Yeah. So if somebody were wanting to get in contact with you and say, you know what, I am serious about doing a commission for whatever. It could be a, a, somebody that works at a library. You know, we were talking about that earlier. For something that's coming up, they just get in contact with you via Instagram. Like, how do they start the conversation? Hey, I'm going to yeah. slide in your DMs. Can I? <laughs> Is, <laughs> Pretty much. That's okay. usually okay. it. Yeah, people ask me to do custom kits okay. for their kids sometimes. Um, but, yeah, that's how the last couple have gone. Uh, Brick Huntress Mosaics at Gmail is my email. So okay. that, that's another way to get in touch with me about that, too. Well, there you heard it, guys. Some cool stuff uh, from Kate. And I've got some pictures that I'll post up on Instagram of her uh, mosaics because I'm telling you, they will probably bring a tear to your eye just like everything else in this room, but in a different way. So, Kate, it was nice uh, having a chat with you. I've been chasing you around, like I said, for two hours trying to find you. <laughs> I, you're, you were elusive, and you said you were, like, hiding under the table. So <laughs> just stay away. I'm not, I need down. mental health time. Um, I'm just kidding. But uh, I appreciate you coming on and, and talking about mosaics because it was just something else that somebody else needed to hear like yeah. sharing that side of it because you see all these builds and stuff like that but it was just different so um yeah i appreciate it and uh, i hope your success continues to grow as an artist and, and as an entrepreneur as well and it's all about plastic that people right. connect with each <laughs> other but hey it brings i mean it's brought out probably fifteen thousand people easily today so yeah. Hopefully it continues and you see growth from that. So if you guys are interested, you can go to her uh, Instagram. Sorry, I, I mind blank there for a second. Or you can email her and uh, get some more information if you're just curious or you want to buy some stuff. So with that said, uh, we're going to close this show out, guys. I really appreciate all of you listening today. And you guys, if you're hearing this and you want to share it with somebody else, it is in its podcast form. As soon as this show is over, it is post it up as a podcast it's not edited down like the rest of the shows obviously because we are live and you can hear all the noisy background <laughs> in the background but with that said guys we're going to close out brick nebraska brick days and uh 2021 here up here i appreciate everybody up here in nebraska the nebraska kindness from all my guests that were on today i appreciate it make sure you go show them some love follow them uh, on their social medias and and just check out and see what they're doing and hopefully you found today interesting enough to attend a show coming to you soon.